It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Okay. What's going on, man? Oh, not much. I can't... Okay, this is probably See, the worst podcast to say this. This is the thing. You just say what's going on to people, you get info out of them. It's so true. I won't be able to bet on Montana. It's so frustrating that you can't do that. Mm, yeah. Um, you can bet on like second class soccer, second class um, rugby, rugby mm-hmm. but not second class football. I think all of college football is easily second class football. Okay, sorry, third class football. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> not to be confused with third world football. At least it's not like CSU where they just play for nothing. CSU thirty and a half point dogs to Michigan. <laughs> That's incredible. That's so sad. But still, like, what happens? CSU has a great year. They go ten and two. Welcome to the. Dirty burning tire bowl or something like that. Yeah, ten and two Mountain West champs would be like I don't know the poinsettia bowl. <laughs> Who would, I wouldn't even turn that on. <laughs> like if I was a CSU fan, they go to that. It's like I'm not. Football season's over. Hawaii just every year just gets six wins, goes to the Hawaii Bowl, it saves so money dumb. on travel. <laughs> so dumb. Oh, what a weird sport. It is a weird sport, but it's back, baby. Mm-hmm. Um. Not exactly a successful betting weekend for me from a football standpoint. Mm. Um, I thought the the week one um, underdogs parlay was going to be a hit, and it was for one game. It was for one game. It's such a hot start. We literally just needed one more to hit, like a plus four hundred parlayed with like a plus two thirty five. That's solid. Yeah. What, what do you think that would be like? Plus twelve hundred ish. Yeah. 
Probably four times, maybe more. Yeah. More. So at that point, all we needed to do, and I already knocked that over Come once. On. Uh, all we needed to do was hit one more, and we were probably at least breaking even. Mm-hmm. And no other underdog even really made it close the rest of the night. I do think one team, oh, UConn. UConn was down by three with like 10 minutes left. Mm-hmm. I thought they had a chance. All, like a lot of those teams covered. Um, yeah, but didn't couldn't get the second upset. Well, I took your guys's parlay, but then just threw in my four preseason bets. I think I was three into for four round on robin. Those. Into that, so it turned into twelve. I think after oh, all, so I still wound up just behind, but barely. Damn. Like I was one more away. Because the thing is, those are mostly favorites, and so even you take like the plus four hundred from Nebraska, and yeah. it's like, ah, well, there's another minus two hundred, and that hits. And there's yeah, the, yeah. the Broncos win at even odds, that hits. And so so that. So that saved me. All right. Not bad. Um, but I did pull a old rabbit out of the hat. The old oh Sunday rabbit out of the hat. Uh, woke up yesterday. Was like, man, can't find any tea times. What am I going to do today? And then I was like, oh, golf is on. Let's oh, make wow. a bet <laughs> on golf. Um, so I looked at the leaderboard. Scotty Scheffler was up six strokes on okay. everyone going into the final round. And I just looked and I was like, okay, who has a chance to catch him? Rory, baby. Mm-hmm. Rory has a chance to catch him. So I throw down the last unit in my account on Rory, full unit on Rory at plus 1300. Bang, bang. Comes Damn. all the way back. Scotty Scheffler shoots like one of the worst rounds of the day by anyone that played while, while Rory goes and shoots like 63 or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, 11 unit win. I, uh, I also had a great day yesterday. Oh. I uh, went big on Serbia. Because, I mean, they were minus 240 in that game. Okay. But I put the account on it because I was like, Jokic isn't losing to these guys. Wow. They were up like 15 or 20. And then, and then just it dwindled and dwindled and they tied it up late. And I was like, oh my God, is Jokic actually going to do it? And it's not Jokic. They just didn't pass in the ball. But that worked out just fine. They won by seven. Um, have I, you become uh, a big, like, big bets on heavy favorites guy? I have. Wow. I have. Yeah, no, I've, I've realized that. Takes cojones. See, my thing is, like, my strategies cycle. It's like, I'm going to do this yeah, until yeah. it burns me, and I'm going to go back to just crazy right, underdogs. Like, oh, guess going to parlays now. <laughs> exactly. That's how it goes. <laughs> but then after that, I had uh, uh, the, the Jets were playing, mm. and I actually previously had a little parlay with them and Serbia, um, but I bet on the Jets to win because the Jets aren't going to lose these games. They got up to plus 520 when I took them. Because they were down, uh, what was it? I can't remember. It was two scores, though. But they have Chris Streveler. Mm. Chris Streveler, who led a game-winning comeback, touchdown drive, at the end of the first game. Yep. Did it again at the end of the second game, and then led a third one so yesterday. he's basically John Elway at this point. Exactly. And I don't know why the sportsbook didn't see it coming. Chris wow. Streveler always wins those games. So I hit that. Had that parlayed with the the Steelers to win two. They were like minus two hundred or something. They they don't lose those. So now I've got actually like a bunch of money on this Broncos game because there was another leg of that parlay. Ah, uh, you like to do that. I know it's so nice. Now there's like a bunch I of see, units. I see on all that, the so yellow bars, it. which is like the cash out <laughs> yep. options. Um, Kenny Pickett's kind of nice. Yeah, kinda. He looks so much better now than he looked at the Senior Bowl. I bet. I mean, even during camp, everybody was saying he's terrible. Trubisky was bad too. Like they've they've actually got a decision to make up there. I think I'm. Well, it's a good thing the Broncos don't have any um, quarterback 
woes coming up anytime soon. I guess I'll touch wood for yeah. that. Um, because, like, I don't... I don't know how much the Senior Bowl actually helps quarterback evaluations. Although Malik was dope at the Senior Bowl, and Malik is still dope. So, got that going for me. Okay. Dude. Is he completing half his passes? Don't care. Is he? <laughs> I don't know. He's got to be close I bet to you it. he is. Um, but he looks electric. That's all that matters. He does. He does look electric. <laughs> so, there's that. He looks like a combination of... Michael Vick and who's who's thicker in runs? Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> he looks like a combination of Michael Vick and Patrick Mahomes. Here's a fun fact: <laughs> Patrick Mahomes same forty time as Peyton Manning. Wow, that yeah four eight. Do you think Peyton just like? Okay, that that was just I don't know. Did he run a bad forty? <laughs> Did Peyton like used to be kind of quick and then just stopped? I mean, it's just straight line. You know, that's the thing is like Mahomes is all like shifty. Yeah, it's true. Like he's he not a sprinter wiggly. with those hips. No way. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, that's what I'm seeing from uh, from my boy Malik Willis. Oh, Patrick Mahomes meets Michael you. Vick. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> and it's just tough to believe they put that guy on the bench crazy yeah uh, I, well they they don't just like patrick mahomes they want him to sit a year to get his feet under him. okay okay yeah. we'll see about all that we'll, we will um okay so college football's back we're back um we're back to betting on college football and there is <clears throat> literally nothing to bet on today um, just baseball so there's nothing to exactly. bet on today. i love that uh, especially because the rockies aren't playing um so i said all right let's just pivot let's go let's pick out our favorite early looks uh at the college football slate which is a deep college football slate now it's lacking um high high level games um but there are a lot of like i i feel like early betting on football is where it's at um because you can kind of get in on some like market inefficiencies so um Let's jump in. Why don't you give me uh, what you brought? What you brought to the table? Yeah, uh, which ones I pick? Oh, Utah against Florida. They're a three point favorite. I'm just taking the money line. Okay. I'm not. I'm not losing money on this first week of college football. Is what I decided. I'm taking good, smart bets. Look at you, man. Except I might put like five units on the Buffs to win on Friday. But oh, that's, let's that's go. the one. Let's that's the go. one. Wait, are you back? I'm. I. I think I might be back. Let's I, go. I, that's the thing is like you you show up back at eight o'clock on Friday. First of all, it's way too late. Um, but then they do whatever they do, and then you might be right back out. I did take the spread though. I did take the spread in the big three. Okay. How can right. you turn down that? I was gonna say um, I was at the Broncos game with your girlfriend uh, this weekend. Not just me and her. That would be yeah. weird. Uh, my girlfriend was also <laughs> yeah, there. There we go. <laughs> um, but she was like, "Yeah, it's crazy. Hangs a Buffs hater now." And <laughs> wow. I was like, wow, we got to get him back. But he's back. I'm not a Buffs hater. I'm just <laughs> just a not not even a realist. I'm just like, I have a tiny, <laughs> tiny bit of realist in me, which can really poison the well. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. It doesn't um, take much of being real. I mean, you pour a little bit of Malort into a glass of water. That glass of water is, <laughs> exactly. tastes like Malort now. Like motor oil, gasoline. <laughs> Yeah, um, but we're taking that. And then in the middle there, Oregon plus 17. I mean, it's Georgia, and this this is just me coming together with two of my takes. One is that Oregon is actually pretty good. Who's our quarterback? Uh, Bo Nix. 
Really? Really. Wow. College football is wild now. The first week is like, wait, what? Yeah. I know. Now we've got like West Virginia versus Pittsburgh. With we should have a second JT called, Daniels wait, what? Keaton Slovis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, I mean, Georgia, they lost JT their entire Daniels? JT Daniels is West Virginia. And Keaton Slovis is Pitt. So they play each other week one. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That, In a rivalry exciting. game. Yeah. After they were at USC. Yeah. And um, then wasn't JT Daniels also at Georgia? Yeah. Jesus, yeah, man. that guy sucks. Yeah. He uh, speaking of which, we are not taking West Virginia. Oh, I do have West Virginia. Oh, seven and a half points. That's why I put it on here. But that not on there. Okay. All right. That's a lot of points. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, also, it's crazy how just like all it takes is one good quarterback. They had Kenny Pickett, and yeah. now quarterbacks like, oh, I should go to Pitt. Yeah. That pisses me off. It's so stupid. You see it everywhere too. And it's so dumb because it's not correlated at all. Is the go-go guy still there? Oh, wow. He must be. He must <laughs> because be. Because I saw um, Mark Whipple, who, God, he looks like he should be coaching for Nebraska, is coaching for Nebraska. Oh, that's right. And he that's came why, from Pitt, yeah. and they were like, oh, yeah, go, you know, they're, they're working in the go-go here, um, which some, reach out to me if you're trying to brand your offense. <laughs> I'll give you something that doesn't sound like not that there's anything wrong with this, but like girls in skirts. Yeah, that does sound like that. <laughs> um, it's kind of what Pittsburgh might be. It's yeah. I mean, they're not going to be good. I love that offense, um, only because I really wanted that offensive coordinator to come to see you. So then I just like got really biased towards like, oh, this is the best offense you can run. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did not work for Scott Frost and Scott Frost. Oh, we love him. Boy, do we love him around here. Um, there's like. The only thing better than betting against Scott Frost and winning is then hearing him make excuses after the game. Like his, so like the whole mm-hmm. narrative of the first half was like, "Wow, like Scott Frost, so mature, letting go of the reins of the offense to Mark Whipple, who's bringing in this pit offense." And then they lose, and the first thing he says after the game is like, "Yeah, our offensive staff is gonna have to learn that you need to be more creative in yeah. this conference." It's, it's like, so yeah, bad. because that was working for you, right? It's so bad. All right, uh, my big three, which has a lot of common themes in terms of the games we picked to bet on, I guess, g- good games, um, but slightly different takes. So we're taking. I like the putting the numbers in there. That makes it feel very college football-y. I was gonna put the odds in different colors. But wow. But why didn't you? I didn't have enough time to. Oh. Follow-up question. Why didn't you say that into your microphone? Because this is a private conversation between us. Oh. Gotcha. Okay. Okay, so I'm taking <laughs> under Oregon versus Georgia. Um, the fact that you told me they have mm-hmm. Bo Nix as their quarterback just made me even more confident yeah. in this. Like, Bo Nix might be able to carve up Pac-12 defenses, um, but this is not a Pac-12 defense. This is right back where he was sent to the bench uh, yep. in the SEC. Uh, so I'm seeing, like... If the team total was set at 20, I would take the under. Yeah, I think that would probably be smart. It's just that that 51 number, I looked at the same thing. That was like 27, 24. I wish that that was fine instead of being well, it's 52 a and push. A half. Oh, I thought it was 51. It's 52 and a half. I kinda I might take it then. Yeah. That's not bad. I don't even see uh, like I can't see a path to twenty four points for Oregon, to be honest. Really? I mean they lost ten starters on that defense. Like those are all guys who are fair. now playing for the first Didn't time. Didn't they keep a couple edge guys? I wanna say they did. Um, oh no. I'm sure they have more. Sure they have um, more. That is true. I'm sure they have more. Um anyways, Oregon also it's not like the old Oregon that like spreads it out and 
does all that fun yeah, stuff. I think like, they're going to be even more lame now. Yeah, exactly. Um, back to unders. Uh, under 51 in Utah, Florida. Um, if Utah's going to win that game, it's because of their defense. Um, and I think they will, and they're the favorites. Uh, they're number seven, man. That kind of blew me away. They're wild. I mean, it's crazy. I was looking at this. And my one question is like, I don't know. Do they have the front seven to stop Florida? And it's like, wait, that's my one question about this game with Utah. They're just fine. Yep, for sure. Um, another one that I see being really low scoring. And yeah, especially good defenses early in the season just have it so easy. If your defense sucks then the early season offense isn't ready type thing doesn't do anything for mm-hmm. you. But the offense out of rhythm versus just like dominant, talented defense is going to have a lot of a lot of trouble. Yeah. I think, I mean, Cam rising for Utah, I think he might be one of the five best quarterbacks in the country. Woo! Yeah. I mean, he's getting some draft hype, all that sort of okay. stuff. I'm I'm not crazy in saying that. Well, according to the internet. But, but from there, you know, they, it's like tight ends. They have the speed at running back. But yeah, I mean, they are lacking... Like Britton Covey's gone. Yeah, they don't have like Finally. any real receivers. I don't think. At least Britton I know Covey, of. man, he's good. He's I also what's been up forty. With him. That is true. Um. Okay, and final one. My favorite bet in the world, in the world, mm-hmm. is Alabama against a bad team in the first quarter. Um. Because it's just like script touchdown, three and out touchdown. Yeah. Fourteen zero. Now they the book has picked up on this a little <laughs> bit at ten and a half. Um. But it's one of those things where it's just like, this could be 35-0 in the first quarter, to be honest. Yeah. Ten and a half. There's another world where it feels like a lot. Like, even if Bama's just running if the ball. If they don't score on the first drive, it's basically, it feels like a lot. Yeah, totally. But, like, the clock can run. Yep. It's like, all of a sudden, it's like first Broncos preseason game. That first quarter took forever. Mm-hmm. This last one, it was done in, like, an instant. I know. I love that. Loved that about that game. Um, mm-hmm. I yeah, it's, I've gotten very used to like what fourth, what first quarters look like because I bet this every single week. Mm-hmm. Um, so it basically just comes down to like, do they score on the first possession? And they always do. Uh, not always, but <laughs> when they do, it pretty much cashes the bet because they're going three and out on the other side, and you're getting it right back. Yep. Yeah, it's a good bet. What did we learn about Britton Covey? He was catching punts last week. I gave up. I. I gave up. Wow. Speaking of giving up, the Dolphins have given up on Sony Michel. Hmm. That was a big miss. The Jags cut Laquan Treadwell. I thought there was some buzz that Visca might be on the block. It's like that could be kind of perfect for the Broncos. Oh, wow. But with Laquan, Laquan Treadwell going, it's probably Visca sticking is the vibe. I mean, how would they cut LaVisca Chenault? Yeah. I think they've had a very different experience with Visca than we have. That's a bummer. Yeah. That is a bummer. It is. All right. Uh, if you want to bet on any of this stuff, you got to go over to DraftKings Sportsbook, where you can bet five on any college football game, get $200 in free bets when you do so. Uh, great way to just like jump into the season. There's so many games. I love just like looking at a college football slate because it just goes on forever. Yeah. It's like West Virginia and Pitt. It's Virginia Tech and Old Dominion. It's Temple and Duke. It's Illinois and Indiana. It just goes on forever. Uh, like it just And it's just... No matter what, one of those games is going to be good, and you're going to have the <laughs> opportunity to watch it. Um, 
So get in over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Get that $200 into your account immediately via $825 free bets and get your college football season started right. NFL, of course, right around the corner too. So jump in over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code DNVR when you sign up and get $200 when you bet $5 at least on any game. Age and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. This Buffs line, man, it keeps getting bigger. It's wild. <laughs> 13 and a half? It was 10 and a half beginning of last I week. I know. TCU isn't good. No. Like, they, the one thing you can say about them is that they have a returning quarterback. One of the three that they plan on playing. Exactly. Like, they aren't even leaning into that. Like, they won five games last year. I forgot that every team that has any sort of quarterback competition has to play all their guys to stop them from transferring. So, stupid. so like Nevada, I think put in a dude. They have a six nine quarterback. He was out there. I was really? like, wow, that's not even. But like they were winning point. the game, and then all of a sudden a new quarterback came in. I was like, what is going on here? Oh, and then I was like, oh right, transfer protection. Remember? Oh, when was that? That was that must have been the Neuer year, when they were up. Things are going well. I think Neuer was playing well, and they subbed in Tyler Lytle for that drive. Yes. Didn't he fumble too? I think it, yeah. Uh, oh, I can't remember which game was that. Was that UCLA? Maybe no. It would have been, yeah, probably been. the first that game was of the, the first season. one. I think it was, yeah. That game was awesome. I know. Sam Neuer, underappreciated quarterback when talking about like CU quarterbacks in the totally. last twenty years. I know, and then Oregon State comes back, and the student section's chanting "Fu Sam." Yeah, well, I mean. No, that's yeah, not yeah. right. Once you <laughs> you transfer terrible. in conference, you're the enemy. Oh my goodness! So Makai Blackman, like he should have just been the fourth. Also, Mark Perry, you play us, so you're the enemy. Oh, totally. Um, Brennan Rice. But after all he did for you, it's like he didn't want to just stick around and be your fourth string quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I know. Ah, you can't just be go doing anywhere that. but the in the conference. Look. Or on the schedule. Yeah, don't go home and play for your hometown team. <laughs> don't just be close to your family while you're the backup. Yeah. Well, traders are traders. <laughs> That's terrible. That's a terrible take. That's awful. Honestly, um, my fan compass outweighs my moral compass. Yeah, me too. That's still fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, I, I, man, I just can't. I can't stop looking at this. Plus three eighty at home under the lights, week I one. I, I. I do not understand. I mean, there's a very decent chance that we get to the stadium and they kick off and like 30 seconds later, we're like, oh, now we get it. Exactly. But right now, <laughs> that feels crazy. I know. Like, it's, that's so many points. Two touchdowns they're going to win by? Like, they're not that bad. Like, they've got some good players. It's just that they lost three other good players and now everybody freaks out. Yeah, we'll do a Buffs podcast this week, but I think my biggest take will be like, when I worry about the Buffs is later in the season, guys start getting hurt. Probably. Early in the season is when they're probably going to be at their best. Yeah. Because last depth year. is always the problem Like for these mid to low tier uh, power five teams. That was a little generous. <laughs> Are they in the group or not? They're low tier. Yeah, they're, they're in the tier. mid to low tier group. Oh, it's all one tier? Yeah. It's what, <laughs> I didn't say where they were in the group, but they're in the group. There's there's like, there's like not mid-low, mid-to-low? No, no. No, okay. Because if it... That's it, where I would the have The problem to applies back. to all mid and low tier. Wow. So we put them into one group. Okay. 
Um, all right. So game of the week. Uh, that is our dilemma of the day. Yeah, yeah. If you could bring it up. Um, there's not a lot of options here, but the one that's going to get the most like, I guess like media hype, if you will, is uh, Notre Dame, Ohio State. Yeah. Um, by the way, did you watch the Manti Teo doc? No. It's a must watch. Yeah. But the thing is like, if everybody else knows about Manti Teo, I'm kind of good not. No, you need to know. You know? You or it's like, know. if we all watch the same thing, I don't come with anything like fun to say. Like, it'd be, it'd be fun if I could have been like, hey, did you hear Manti Teo's girlfriend actually was a real person and whatever happened? You'd be like, oh, no way. But everybody already knows that. I don't need to know it. It's not useful if you can't tell anybody. But you need to know the, the full story. When's it going to come up? Just every day. I don't, I don't think it does. Like, like I'm going to be sitting on my deathbed thinking like, oh, wow, I could really pull from pull from that doc. Honestly, Manti Teo is really inspiring in the doc. You might need it on your deathbed. Okay. Uh, Maybe. Ohio State, 17 and a half point favorites over Notre Dame. Where are you at on this? I really wanted to make that one of my picks. I just couldn't come up with anything that I was confident in. <laughs> and so I just decided I'm staying away from now. That's what I mean, more realistically, it's like a live bet. But uh, so Ohio State, you've got CJ Stroud, you've got the best wide receiver in the country. You've got another really good receiver. Who's the wide more. receiver? A Jackson Smith and Jigba. Okay. He's like going top five in all the mock drafts right now. Dope. He's, just, he's like out. He outproduced Olave and Garrett Wilson last year. Last year? Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Then put up 347 in the Rose Bowl. Like a competitive Rose Holy Bowl. Holy shit. Yeah. He's insane. So you have that going for you. But also it's like could you, you know Notre Dame is running the ball. Like they've got Michael Meyer, the undisputed best tight end in the country. And... Like, they're just going to be feeding that big guy. I'm not sure who the receivers are, but I imagine they're all the Clay, Chase Claypool types who are just big and strong. Yeah, yeah. So can they just run enough clock? To not get blown out. Exactly. Or even hit the under. But I'm not going to take the under when you have... The most electric. Last time we saw Jackson Smith and Jigba, he dropped 347. Yeah. And a game-winning touchdown. So I I don't know. I'm torn. I always lean Ohio State in these in these games. Um, I think you're getting, uh, and I do the same thing if it's like, I don't know, you're getting a lot of brand equity in Notre Dame if you bet on them. Like mm-hmm. you're betting on the brand because a lot of people just see like, oh, Notre Dame's 17 and a half point dogs. True. Like, let me take that. Where I'm always just like, like it happens in Ohio State, Michigan a lot too. Obviously they finally won last year, mm-hmm. but it's one of those things where it's just like, oh, classic rivalry game, like two powerhouse programs. Why is this team such an underdog? And it's just like, yeah, because Ohio State is just way better than them. They have better quarterback, better weapons, yep. and better recruiting across the board. So for me, I'm going uh, with the Buckeyes. I'm a little worried about C.J. Stroud. There's been a trend recently of whoever comes into the year as like, oh, totally. everyone's like, this guy's QB1, yep. falls back like, this might seem like it was years and eons ago, but last year coming into the freaking season, Spencer Rattler was yeah. like QB1. Yeah. And he fell off the map. He definitely transferred somewhere where he's irrelevant now. Uh, North Carolina. He's a That's definitely not. <laughs> I know. I was like, wait, that's <laughs> yeah, not right. gave us. He is a Gamecock, though. He is a Gamecock <laughs> at South Carolina. Oh, that would have been a great moment on the podcast if Yaya had a mic. Yeah. yeah. It's a private moment. Um, oh, sorry. Was I allowed to say that? So, yeah, like, 
I worry about C.J. Stroud in that regard. I'm just like, ah, I don't like this hype. Like, even Drew Locke, his senior season, came in with a ton of hype. He yeah. fell back. Like, it just seems like there's a trend yep. going on uh, with that, so I worry about him a little bit. I mean, it's mostly just because there's so all the media. It's yeah. like, what do you talk about in the college football offseason? Oh, C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. QB1. Just over and over and over and over yeah. and over. Who's the and better? Who's like, going to win the Heisman? Wow, these guys are incredible. And then you get to it, it's like, nope, they're just 21-year-olds, 20-year-olds, just like the rest of them. And guess what? They're super unpredictable. Same they thing with the NIL deals. And- yeah. Go out on Friday night before the game. Uh-huh. And- How could you not? It's dress comes in with a common saying, 17 and a half is so generous. Bucks by 50 is more accurate. O-H, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Definitely not um, biased in this pick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I he think... He also says real quick, don't worry about the young goat CJ. He is the best wide receiver to catch his passes and an incredible running back to hand it to. I'm honestly no not interested in any more Ohio State analysis from stress. <laughs> uh, I know, and I, I would love to be able to say like, ah, just take that plus five seventy five on Notre Dame and nope, right? But it's like that's not gonna happen. When's like literally Manti Teo was the last time Notre Dame was relevant? Yeah, I think they made a college football playoff, but they <laughs> got smacked. That is crazy to think about. They made one of those. They did. I think they did. Um, in the end, it's a quarterback sport, especially in college football. Is it a quarterback sport? Oh, wow. And they have the best quarterback in that game by far. There's just so much variance in college quarterbacks. There is. The, like, you can find one in a, in a million different ways. Yep. Uh, and somehow, some way, the Buffs have not done it in ever. Who knows? May Owen McCown. Maybe JT Shroud. Maybe. I'll I'll push it down the line a bit and go with Owen McCown. All right. Yep. Fair enough. But yeah, every every week I watch college football. I'm like, wow, like Vanderbilt's quarterback. Did you watch any of that game? No. Vanderbilt Hawaii. Vanderbilt just like had a athletic quarterback, and I was like, oh, this works for them. And then they blew out Hawaii by like a million. Yeah. I mean, it it happens. Also, there's some of those picks that just feel dumb now. Taking Hawaii to beat an SEC team, and yeah, it's Vanderbilt. But nah. still, it's like, uh, that, that I feel dumb after thinking they were going to win that one. I don't. I'll okay. always bet against bad programs who are heavy favorites. Okay. So there you okay. go. Uh, like, Notre Dame's going to be a heavy favorite at some point this year. I'm going to bet against them because they're not, they're not real. I could get behind that. Okay. Um, that, anything else uh, on this slate that you wanted to touch on? I think there's a Boise State, Oregon State. That's kind of fun. Yeah, I've got Oregon State. Really? Money line minus 150. Yeah, and they're going to be good. They're going to be solid. Am I putting too much stock in the Boise State brand? Um, Probably. I also don't know anything about Boise State. Yeah. Like, I don't know who their quarterback is. I don't, I don't know about any of the players. And it's like, if Boise State has a quarterback, then sure, fine. Like, they might be good. Yep. Otherwise, Oregon State just has better talent. They have the running game going. Good coaching at this exactly. point. Exactly. I I feel like with that one being a toss-up, Oregon State at home, I'll, I love seeing minus 150. Do appreciate um, Hawaii for moving their kickoff back to the normal time now, 10 p.m. kickoff. Ugh. That means we are watching college football into Sunday morning, which is my dream. Um, and they're 16-point dogs against Western Kentucky. That was another one where I decided to stay away. You Just- won't be staying away at, at midnight. Uh, I don't know that <laughs> you have you have a lot of stamina. I'm not sure I have that stamina for. Wow. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. I have unlimited stamina for sports. If they if they put sports on through the night, I would just stay. I would never sleep. Baseball? No, that doesn't count. Okay. Exactly. If they exactly. okay, I'll say I have unlimited stamina for football. Okay. They could just put another game at two a.m. I'd be up. I'd be betting on it, and that would keep me awake. Okay. So yeah, there you go. It's I, just I like can't. At the casino, like once you got money on the line, you're not going to sleep. <laughs> I just can't do anything with sixteen points. Like I'm not going to bet on somebody going to the islands. I'm not going to take Hawaii after what I saw last week. Yeah. So I'm just staying away. That was rough. That was maybe really it's an rough. over game. Maybe. I mean, they did give up. I think sixty-three points to Vanderbilt. Uh, it's tempting to take the over after that. Wow. All right. Well, we'll talk more about that later in the week. I mm-hmm. think that uh, wraps it up for us today. Strez, I was just joking. I was like fully expecting you to keep giving us Ohio State <laughs> breakdown in the comments. <laughs> um, but this is this is exciting. I cannot believe it's finally here. Like it is here. I'm a few days away from just being hammered at Folsom Field, and that makes I me. I didn't so realize happy. that game starts at eight. I know. That's not getting over till like midnight. I know. Might even just like parade down to the to Pearl Street afterwards. I might be asleep. <laughs> I don't think I'm parading anywhere. Uh, Henry became a guy who bets big on favorites and goes to sleep early on Friday night. Ugh. I don't know. We we bump him up to the Broncos, but he just instantly became washed. Yeah, I'm more of an NFL guy now. Ah, uh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow.